This is Eastwind, an AAPI, Infinity City story. An actual play using the Masks, a new generation system from Magpie Games. We're aimed at exploring what it means to be a hero in the Asian American Pacific Islander community. And this cast and I will combine our unique worldviews to help answer some big and small questions. I'm your GM, Connor. I use he, him pronouns. And I'm at Conador Crunch on Twitter. And you can also find me on Magpie's curated play program where I GM not just masks, but Avatar Legends. And uh, you can come play with me literally right now as you're listening to this. And to introduce the cast for this game. I'm Ken Rollo, using he, him pronouns, playing Kai Riley, a.k.a. Ignition. With my character using he, him pronouns, Ignition is Thai Dom and Irish and using the Scion playbook. And you can find me at Ken Rollo across the internet. I'm Jordan Nguyen. I use they, she pronouns, and I'll be playing Cherry Trung, aka Lab Rabbit, who uses she, her pronouns. Lab Rabbit is Vietnamese and is using the Nova playbook. You can find me on the other Infinity City podcast in The Reclaimers, or you can heckle me on Twitter at Cuttlefish Tweet. I'm JPG, he, him pronouns, playing Leo de Armas, aka Lancer, with my character using he, him pronouns. Lancer is Filipino and is using the Soldier Playbook, and you can find me across social media at SpeakerJPG. Today is a big day in Infinity City, but not for a great reason, because it's Infinity City and a lot of bad things happen here. We all know this. We've lived here. As this day starts, I want to zoom in microscopically. That might be even too close, actually. Let's zoom back out. And let's take a look at the lives of our characters as they're starting their mornings for the last time, question mark? No, it's not the last time. I'm telling you that right now. But let's take a look at Leo. A normal day for Leo is he starts at 4 a.m. to get a run-in for an hour. Then he works on either homework or skills work after that. And then probably by 6 a.m., he's already had a breakfast in him and he's ready to start the day. Leo's life very much mirrors if you think about being in the military or that very first scene in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, when there are only two guys out and running. That's kind of the feel that Leo's life has. You get to the drink mix powder and you find that it has been spilled by accident. And there's a hastily scrawled note from your sister that says, I'm so sorry. I spilled this while making strawberry pancakes. I'm so sorry. And then it's just got like a, a smiley face because she's your sister and she does love you, but not enough to go out and replace your shake mix. Leo looks at the note and he laughs to himself. And he then, you get that panel where he looks to his left and he looks to his right. And then he just scoots in all of the shake stuff into, like, just right off of the table. The panel that you get is a thought bubble of, at least she didn't throw it away and waste it, right? So Leo continues to make his shake mix powder and continue along with the rest of his day. And we're going to cut over to Kai. At Kai's uncle's house. Kai usually starts the day fairly early because his uncle is prepping for working and heading out because he works uh, in construction. And so he is, every morning, Kai helps his uncle, Shay, uh, set up 
get his cooler set up with all his drinks for the day, his lunch set and prepped and packed up and ready to like load it on the truck in so that his uncle can just roll off and go about his business. And his normal start to the day after that, it's usually probably about half an hour of either just internet scrolling or uh, a video game to start his day before he heads, he goes to school. During that hour that you're scrolling along after your uncle has left, you see that the AI official Twitter account is announcing a Meet Your Hero contest starting today. It's being sponsored by Architect, and it's a Meet Your Hero contest at the park where you can meet the city's greatest hero, AI, if you have your own AI costume. This tweet says, in all caps, urgent last day reminder for meet your hero contest and it says something like it's starting later today at two Kai would go ahead and after getting the things he needs for his uncle to have a meal when he gets home it's already a meal prepped and set in the fridge he's got that and so he heads out to the shop to start working on a kind of impromptu ai cosplay and just seeing like what techie bits can he pull from different pieces like from a discarded ac unit or some different type of electrical system that his uncle was installing within a new apartment complex. And he pulls together different pieces to make his best kind of makeshift cosplay. At Cherry's house. That Lancer scene opens 4 a.m. wake up. Then you go over to Kai's 5 a.m. wake up. It goes to Cherry's 6 a.m. wake up. She hits the snooze button and the next page over it says 8 a.m. wake up. And then she pulls herself up still in like shorts and a tank as her pjs and she's gonna run over to the bathroom as she sees her sister has already beat her here and then she's gonna just slump downstairs and then while nobody's looking she's just going to like, jump off of this like upstairs balcony to the stairs and see if you can safely teleport down she sticks the landing just stumbles a little bit and then she's just gonna make herself some waffles and a waffle maker downstairs with a banana and peanut butter and protein powder just like all mashed together as she tries to make some waffles. Cherry is creating this disaster pancake when Tammy, her sister, rushes in frantically as she says, move over, pipsqueak. I, I need to get some food too. I'm late. I'm so late. Oh my God, I'm late. I can make extras. It's fine. It's almost done. And you can see that there's like some bubbling off of the waffle iron. Oh, you're making, oh, my favorite. Thank you so much. And she grabs the first one off the griddle and just sticks it in her mouth real quick as she's tying her right shoe. The left one is tied, but like sloppily, the right one, it, she's resolving now. And she rushes out the door in a hurry and she even leaves the door open. Cherry is just going to give chase. Wait, I can take you there as a shortcut. I can teleport you. She is... Already out of earshot as you uh, try to chase after her. And that's when you hear the smoke alarm going off as your second waffle begins to burn. She is going to rush back. She's like about to slam the door, but then as soon as the alarm goes off, she just slams it back open. And then she's going to rush over and throw it onto the plate and then see if she can just turn off that gosh darn alarm. And she is like teleporting and just like sticking to the wall right now and just trying to swat away at it and just see if she can like, just force it off. We're going to get one of those really cool side-by-side -side panels that shows Cherry, Kai, and Leo all getting the same text message at the same time. It's from the Neighborhood Community Center. You all live within two or three blocks of the Infinity City District 4 Community Center. 
and it says in all caps, urgent community center in danger. This message sent to you courtesy of the community center text message chain list that you signed up for. If you receive this message in error, please send the words stop. Cherry is going to immediately rush upstairs and see if she has like the right outfit or like the right superhero costume ready, realizing that she's still in her PJs. Leo has been in a suit for like four hours already. Kai takes a look at what he's working on right now and acknowledges that none of the kind of tool sets that he's working on right now will help him in any type of mission. It's just it's more visual. It's just a cosplay because with his powers, he's okay. Well, can I use any of this on the field? And he realized that he's just made it to be more fluff and just basic visuals like this. None of this is going to work. And so he just drops it, runs to grab his tech suit, his undersuit for his ignition costume. As you all make your way to this community center, you see that there's a large crowd of kids your age and younger outside screaming and shouting protests. There's angry tones as one of the younger kids next to you crosses his arms and says, man, it's not fair. And he just silently stalks off with this like angry stomp. And you can't really see what's going on. There's probably a group of about 40 or 50 kids gathered around here. And there's something holding them all back. And over the crowd, it's very hard to make out what's going on at the front of this community center. I turned the lab rabbit because we're all in costume right now. Lab rabbit? Is your shirt on backwards? Yeah, that's what I was... Okay, is there a place I can change? We really need to work on your sleep schedule. Did you just wake up? No, I woke up like half an hour ago. Okay, that's like just waking up. You could do a lot in half an hour, especially if you have powers. I've been up for like six hours. I thought I woke up early. I set my alarm at six o'clock today and I thought that was early. Lancer looks at ignition and... We kind of give each other like a sly smile, like, um, this one thinks 6 a.m. is early. As you flash that look over to Ignition, there's a group of kids who have a bunch of egg cartons and they're passing out eggs and they walk by the three of you and they say, oh, hey, wait, we might not have to egg them. There are heroes here. They can save us. And uh, the crowd begins to part as they all turn and look at, at you. And these are all kids that have been in this neighborhood for years. And so you'd recognize some faces in there. They don't recognize you all because you're all in costume. You have your identities obscured. But these are kids who attend this community center, probably just as you all have, whether it be some sort of how to draw realistic comics class, or maybe you played some pickup basketball here, or maybe you have the high score on the pinball machine. But yeah, this community center is a big part of the community that you all live in. And the community center has a bunch of like art from local artists here. Mm -hmm. And there's a picture that if you stare at until you unfocus your eyes, you can see the image hidden underneath the image sort of thing. And once you're able to do that, you get swept up in it and you're, from your perspective, you're pulled in to Taxama. So these kids here are all kids that you'd probably be familiar with to one degree or another. And they've all got these looks on their faces of indignation and anger and um, defiance. But past them, 
is a police line blocking the entrance to the community center. Ignition. What's up, Lancer? You think you work on crowd control for this? It's looking like it's going to get a little bit ugly. Do you have any tech that could help us out with that? Coming up. Ignition goes ahead and pulls out some, essentially, like they look like little strobe lights that he can just activate and set up, and they hover in the air a little bit so that they are able to just disperse light to give people to essentially just like a flashing strobe light you would have on top of a police car, but just so you can start to identify unsafe areas. They, they have a strobe effect, but nothing, no audio, just the light. And so he starts to put those up so that they go into the crowd um, above them, and then they start to separate so people instinctually start to back up from them because they don't know what they are. And But it helps us kind of part the crowd a bit so people step out of the way. And then I can start to, uh, through a calm set I have, I can start to address the crowd saying, you know, please, you know, please step back. We're here to, we're here to assess the situation. Please disperse and go back to a safe distance. I feel like you would also, like, kind of a, you'd all make them a little bit different. Like, all of them has their, like, little own personality. Like one is made out of a, a fire alarm and a microwave. Another one's made out of a toaster and um, one of those full horns. And then another, yeah. Three batteries that don't work anymore. <laughs> There's like a Zune poking out of one. Oh, yes. And, and they all started as just very cheap drones. Like the, the, the drones you get, oh, it's a $5 drone at the local gas station or say something like that where they're just super cheap made, but then you see those parts have then been replaced with other parts from, say, a, a computer fan engine, stuff like that. Like, you have oh. different, like, blades. It's very mismatched, but it definitely, it has the, at least has serves the function. Lancer turns to Lab Rabbit and says, now that Ignition is working more as a, more of a decoy than crowd control right now, is there any chance maybe you could see and figure out what's happening? Yeah, I'm just surprised we didn't get any report or anything like that. Is that the way it usually is, that we're just invited without a report? Uh, usually with Texama, it's a pre-briefing, then a briefing, then the mission itself, then the debrief, then the post-debrief. So we're missing two briefings right now. Uh, yeah, but as situations arise, I'm sure that hopefully we'll get some more information sent to us. To be quite honest, this isn't as prepared as I usually like to be. Okay. Yeah, Lancer, to that end, while you're talking, I imagine that you have been like holding up your cell phone to demonstrate what it looks like, tabbing through different text message conversations that you've had with your Taxama handler. And you get a new text message from your Taxama handler that says, why haven't you reported in yet? Lancer texts back, there's a problem with the whisper tube that we can't access. There's something that's happening at the community center. Lancer gets back a text message that says the Taxama mission should always take precedence, but this isn't urgent. So take your time, but just know that we'll need you here sometime today. All right, Lab Rabbit, let's... And then she's already gone. <laughs> the next panel for Lancer is let's just talk to ourselves because Lab Rabbit left. So... It seems like there is a path being cleared up towards the main center. So I think she's going to just see if she can cut through the crowd and just go into the middle of whatever the heck is going on. As Lab Rabbit makes her approach to the police barricade line, the police tense up and get on edge. And 
call out, hold it right there. There are, there are no unauthorized personnel be allowed beyond these premises. I think the person who shouts it is, yeah, he's the dare officer. His name's Officer Friendly. Mr. Friendly, look, I was just asked to go check this thing out right here. You can see that I'm part of the team. This is our center. What's going on? You're that hero lab rabbit, right? I think I've, I've seen you on the news. Yeah. What's going on with these kids? Why are they acting all hostile? They, I think I saw eggs over there earlier. Are they going to throw eggs at us? What's, what are those flashing lights? What's going on? Wait, I, what are you here for then? Don't you know? They're shutting the community center down. They're closing it. Why are they shutting it down? I, that's, are, hey, that's now, above my pay grade. Look, Are you here to shut it down? No, we're just here to provide security as, as everything gets moved out. It's, they've got movers in there packing stuff up right now. No, 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 Okay, wait, maybe I can, uh, okay, I'll be right back. And then she's going to see if she can teleport straight past him and see if she can just like get a run in with whoever's doing the moving right now. Cherry tries to teleport into the community center to try and figure out what's going on. And as she opens up this teleportational field, she accidentally brings Officer Friendly with her. And <laughs> Officer Friendly tenses up and I think instinctually reaches out to push you back and his hands go to the nightstick on his belt. He's not going to, he's not that bad yet. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> I, on the same page as just by instinct, as he is like reaching for his nightstick, she is reaching into her own backpack where she has a selfie stick that has been like extra, like a reinforced that she can use and just back up. Like both reaching for the same object at the same time as they're both surprised to see each other here. Officer Friendly says, wait, what happened? Where? We're not, you're not, you this isn't here? allowed. I got to take you're you out of here. You're supposed to be in the front. You're supposed to be out front. Neither one of us are supposed to be here. This is, whatever is going on here, like I said, this is above my pay grade. I need to. You shouldn't be here right now. I, I know, and neither should you. We're both leaving right now. And he reaches out to kind of not push you, but Officer Friendly begins to try and direct you out the door. Does it seem like there are other doors around here right now? It's a pretty familiar location. It's got different sort of communal use rooms. I think there's like a bunch of different stuff out here. It's stuff that you would find in a community center. There's several empty tables. There's like a bookshelf full of board games, all sorts of stuff. Probably like uh, a couple of different TVs. Just a bunch of good community center stuff. This is a good community center for sure. Right now, she wants to just put on a brave face and know that she has a mask and outfit right now. And realizing that her outfit is wrong, she takes off the hoodie and finally puts it back into her backpack. And now she's in her proper costume finally. And she is going to just take a breath and then book it, seeing if she could find any of the movers here. Outside of the community center. Ignition is actually kind of concerned like he recognized that lab rabbit had teleported away and he he turns to lancer to be like wait the officer's gone too was that did is that normal because that's not normally if she does pop away he's he's only seen her move herself about not her and someone else without any kind of warning or anything like that so his he's shifting from gauging the crowd's expectations and keeping them at, at bay and like having them trying to talk them down from engaging with the police officers and like now one of concern of what wait where did they go what just happened because he did have his back he was splitting his attention between the two and so now he's looking to lancer for some kind of information 
That's a great question, Ignition. Why don't we keep? I, I I think you have this. You have the scene where, oh, <laughs> you know that meme where it's the lady and she's she like has all the math problems around her head and he's trying to calculate <laughs> what exactly to do, and then it dawns on him. Was Officer Friendly the only f- officer outside? Oh no, there were there are four or five other officers okay. who I think are startled by his disappearance. This is Infinity City. There are there are other superheroes here. They saw a girl with a costume walk up, and and things seem to be okay. They're not immediately worried yet, but I think they do form up into a tighter formation though because they just lost one of their own and there's like this crowd of kids they've backed off but they're more energetic now and so yeah these cops are you can see it on their faces now pretty apparently they're they're afraid some of them are drawing nightsticks they've got their hands on their belts with trepidation as they try to maintain the appearance of calmness but it's not working out for all of them they're tense. In Lancer's head, you get to see the thought bubble of, it's either I disperse the police officers or I disperse the crowd. And what's going to be easier in order to de-escalate the situation? And I think I'm going to try to provoke the crowd in order to disperse so then we can try to do this in, in more official channels, like to save the community center in more official channels. These kids are in a flurry now. They're shouting. They're jeering. They were angry before. Now they've got that sort of righteous rage that's been validated by the appearance of heroes that seem to be doing things that aren't explicitly hurting them. They were right on the street, and they crossed over to the other side of the street now on the other opposing sidewalk. And the empty, vacant lot behind them is like, containing some of the overflow of the kids that aren't fitting on the sidewalk entirely. They're back further, but they're more rowdy than ever. Lancer is trying to shout over the crowd in order to gain everybody's attention. And I think he looks at Ignition and says, any chance you have a microphone for me and I can use your drones? Ignition realizes what he's trying to do and he pulls out another drone from his belt and says, Jupiter, activate. And so essentially sends over a, another one of his drones over to, to Lancer to co- go ahead and use as a microphone. Ignition, make sure to send some drones over to the overflow as well too, so everybody can hear us. Gotcha. Then he pulls out a few more drones and activates them as well. And they start to lift up and then move over to the crowd again to give a little more coverage so that everyone can hear. And it still maintains a safe distance from all of the crowd members, but also gets, is, is close enough so they're able to hear. I know everyone is upset right now, but the community center won't be saved by a mob of people. This has to be done through the right channels. This is our community. We do things the right way for the right reasons. They begin to shout, Lancer just wants us to back up. He's not one of us. He's just like one of the cops. And they start pulling the eggs out and throwing them. I think Lancer's very much, okay, I'm not here to do what the police are doing. 
I'm here to just, I'm here to oh, run yeah. missions yeah. and make my community better. So I think this is pretty hurtful on his end. What happens to Lancer is that Lancer, you get a few panels and scenes of he's trying to calm down the people directly in front of him. And I think the police take that as Lancer inciting like a riot. Oh, so Lancer, as the crowd begins to start pelting the police officers with eggs, three of them retreat to hide behind their squad cars. But a fourth one rushes up from behind you before you even realize it and manages to cuff you. He's just dragging you back to the squad car. And this cop just throws you in the back of his squad car as he gets into the front and peers out the window as eggs begin to splatter against it violently. Ignition's first attempt is to uh, directly engage the officer that is a resting Lancer. And I'm guessing probably at least two other officers would try to interject to keep me from uh, addressing them. And I'm like, no. This, and I just start going, where's your commanding officer? This is not how you handle the situation. Like, this is, he didn't do anything. He's not directly uh, part of that group. We're just here to help. What, why are you arresting him? And I'm, I am completely on the offensive and uh, acting aggressive. And as I start to turn, you start to notice that the drones are, the lights are shifting off and just, they just move over to more of a holding pattern near me. And it could be seen as a, an aggressive measure. My emotions can have an effect on the powers. So you would have, you'd have more of a robotic, not word balloon, but the, just the text box that's teched out and it would just say disengage, return to ignition. So they would just be pulled back automatically. So it's not even completely cognitive that I'm like moving into an aggressive stance, but just one of taking point and that the drones would move automatically. Ignition is cutting this very intimidating silhouette as the strobe lights highlight and cast long looming shadows. You definitely cut this very imposing frame. The police begin to retreat back into the building and they don't leave Lancer in the squad car. They pull him out and begin to withdraw as they all try to make it behind the closed doors of the community center. He definitely like sees Lancer. He's like, no, I'm following my team leader. And he moves, toward, he moves to follow. As Ignition follows into the community center with these fleeing police officers, the kids from across the street rush forward and they just begin straight up vandalizing these cop cars. and. There's not a lot that these four cops can do. As this is happening, we see Lab Rabbit running away from Officer Friendly. She's running inward. And if there's like the background click of the doors being burst open as like former cops are just scrambling inside, running away or fleeing what they consider to be the other superpowered threat, it is a nightmare for her to realize that in her head, She's being chased by five cops. This idea that Lab Rabbit is being chased by all these extra police resonates for just half a second before eggs begin to splatter against the door. And I think that's when Lab Rabbit realizes exactly what is happening there. <laughs> that, and then obviously there's the stampede of these angry kids as they surge forward. They're, they're not making any move towards trying to gain access to the community center. I think it's a lot more, they're angry and they're lashing back at the thing that made them angry, which was the police. 
And so, yeah, they tear into these cop cars like 50 angry kids with a bunch of eggs would. Yeah, so there's this weird sigh of release within Lab Rabbit's head of like, okay, it's just vandalism. And then she's moving deeper in, seeing if she could find anybody who might be in charge or might be inside this building for the talks of restructuring or tearing down the center. She's just desperately hoping that there's somebody she can talk to here to make them change their mind. Officer Friendly was following you, but as soon as all of these cops retreat back into this building, he turns and begins to start pressing them for the answers as uh, they see that Lancer is cuffed and he, Lancer, you probably have a couple of eggs that hit you even. The other officers are drenched in yolk, but Lancer, you only got hit by a couple and Ignition, you probably didn't get hit by any. But yeah, so Lab Rabbit, you make it in just far enough to see that the the community director, Mel Guerrero, who their door is normally open. They're very receptive to guests. They're a part of this community. They direct this community center because it's important to them as the community is as well. It's closed and it's got that frosted pane of glass like most office doors do. So mm-hmm. you can kind of see, and you can tell that there are people behind that door. Yeah, I, I think she's just going to stumble in front of that and just try to quietly open to see if she can listen in, but it is obvious when she enters. As Lab Rabbit cracks this door a little bit to try and listen in, what she sees is Mel Guerrero, the community center director, sitting behind their desk as they talk with a very large, imposing man in his late 30s. He's got a very thick beard, very dark hair, very furrowed brows. And he's wearing this stern expression as he says, I I really just can't believe you left this place in such ill repair. We're going to have to do so much work on this facility. Did you not think about ever getting the deposit back for this place? We've, I can't believe this. This is so much of a headache. And he turns away from Mel, who looks kind of sullen, dejected, face full of disappointment. I think they're normally very cheery and very bright and very outgoing. They love this place. And you can tell through the paint expression that whatever's happening here is a bummer. And that's when the large man sees you. And he frowns as he says, Guerrero, what's going on here? I thought we said that that the police were going to keep people out. You've, you're bringing in a superhero to, what, throw me out? I own the place now. You can't just do that. Can you unown it? Look, I'm not with them. I'm just a friend to the community. And I think you're hurting the community. Of course I am. I have to hurt the community to do what I want. I don't care about your community. This is my building now. That means I get to decide what happens to it. And she's actually just a bit stunned at the, like, the audacity and bizarre honesty. (laughs) And she just sits there, not really sure what to do. And she's just thumbing around at her phone right now, seeing if she can just scroll through a number to see if she can find... Tammy or Lancer or Ignition or somebody to talk to about this because she is stuck right now. 
it's at that moment that two other people in suits, I think, round the corner. They were walking around, looking at the place, inspecting it. And one of them is a much less imposing man. He wears kind of this easy, friendly smile. You do see that he's got very dark hair, much like the much bigger man. And then there is a probably averagely sized woman who wears her suit differently. The way that she wears it is much more elegant, much more refined. You can tell that a lot of work went into getting the fit properly cut and casting off the the most complimentary silhouette, just accessorized to the gills. She is somebody who puts a lot of work into her appearance, and it shows. Because while her brothers wear their suits like anybody might wear a suit, she wears her suit like the way that Lancer wears his costume. The man with the easy smile walks forward and says, Brother, what's going on here? I thought we were going to keep the riffraff on the streets. We can't properly appraise our new purchase if we've got dirty police officers and diminutive superheroes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're just children. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I'm Earl Hawkins. We're with the Hawkwell Investments Group. What can we do for you children? I, this is, I can't even. It, You're allowed to use words. I, you don't have to be stunned in silence on my part. Okay. Lancer tries to make it up, but I think the cops grab him because he's still cuffed. If we are in earshot, Ig Ignition's first statement would have been, you can start by letting Lancer go. These cops are still a little frightened of you. And you still have these drones ensconced around you and it's set in a very intimidating holding pattern. So the police officers do what you say and they unlock the cuffs around Lancer and one of them even like brushes some egg yolk off, but ends up smearing it a little bit. And they say, look, we, you all weren't supposed to, to get in here. This is a private discussion. This is all very legal. This is just a very basic eviction. Yes, it's your community center, but Hawkwell Investments Group went about this the, the legal way. We've got all the paperwork. And officer, I understand that. And you're doing your job. But fortunately, we're here to do ours. And then that's when Lancer and Ignition just take off up the stairs so we can meet up with, with Lab Rabbit. As you do that, there's a frame of Officer Friendly shrugging at the egg-drenched cops. And he says, superheroes, what are you going to do? And they look up nervously after you, but they don't follow. And you make your way up to Lab Rabbit, who is talking to these three siblings, all in their, in their suits with their dark hair and they all have this sort of like supernaturally pale porcelain complexion where it almost gives off the air of fragility except for the tallest one edgar and i think cherry will finally have some words that she can manage to hold and she'll just look at them and say so is that just it you own this place and they're and that's the whole story yeah we look this building was leased and then we bought the lease out and they had a month to look for a new location, but it's ours now and we're taking it. 
okay, I'll be right back. And she's going to teleport out of the building. And then as she teleports back in five seconds later, she has a carton of eggs. <laughs> and then and as soon as the other two walk into the room to join her, she is going to egg one of them. So Edgar, just to clarify, because I, I keep saying their appearance to define them. So Edgar Hawkins is the large Viking-esque sort of man in the suit. Eleanor Hawkins is the elegant, refined woman in the suit. And Earl Hawkins is the charismatic, but almost like greasily charming man, smaller man in the suit. Okay, so she takes the full dozen eggs and in her head, they're going to have to share. So she's just going to take <laughs> turns, just taking one egg, throw it at one, take an egg, throw it at the next one and rotate between the three just angrily. Edgar stands up so quickly that the chair he was sitting on shatters underneath the force of him pushing off of it. Oh, God. <laughs> and Eleanor quickly rushes over and places herself in between Lab Rabbit and Edgar. And she's holding him back as she says, Wait just a second, brother. We wouldn't want to do anything hasty. The police are here. They can solve this their way. And she calls, officers, please hurry. They're throwing eggs at us in here. And from behind Ignition and Lancer, you hear the sound of the cops grumbling as they begin to make their way up the stairs. Lancer and looks at Ignition and Ignition immediately knows what he needs him to do. The look I'm giving you is barricade the door. We're all going to get locked in here. I was going to automatically with that statement, start to put the, the probes back out or the, the drones back out and like bar them. So they can't even come up the stairs. Okay. So they, they like they're it's not close enough so that the officers would be in danger because I would still maintain a certain amount of like respect of life. So ignition, you try to place your drones in a configuration to detonate this staircase and you do it really well. And you even tried last minute to configure the drones so that it wouldn't necessarily put the officers in too much danger. And that part you didn't do so well. These officers go flying into the walls, like all around the lobby of this community center and fall to the ground unconscious, which is unfortunate because that is when the entire front of the building gets crushed inwards by a large skeletal hand. And that's where we're cutting this episode. A special thanks to Elliot of Infinity City, who has donated his time to support marginalized stories by editing this podcast. You can find Elliot at Podcaster Elliot on Twitter, where you can find links to all of his amazing work. Also, a special thanks to Indy Tan, a Malay Chinese content creator who composed the intro music for Eastwind, an AAPI Infinity City story. You can find Indy on Twitter at It's Mr. Mask, and you can make sure to check out their work on Dice Comics at Dice Comics as well. Finally, a special thanks to Ralph Ballesteros, our Manila-based Filipino concept artist for Ignition, Lab Rabbit, and Lancer. You can find Ralph's work and see if his commissions are open on Instagram at The Milkfish Arts. Thank you so much to Connor and the rest of the cast for putting on another great actual play. Our hope is to create a space where an AAPI audience is inspired to do more for their community. We encourage our listeners to support reputable AAPI nonprofits that keep our community safe. 
We cannot stay quiet when one of us in the community is hurting. So we encourage you to check out stopaapihate.org to report incidents of hate and to take advantage of its care resources. We play heroes on air, but we hope that you can be a hero to someone in need. Thank you again for listening, and please remember, it is better to light a candle than to curse the darkness.